Hello to my beautiful souls in this vast multiverse. <clears throat> Damn, my throat's dry. Shit, can't even do my intro right. Happy motherfucking Thanksgiving. Hope you're doing well. Today's a Thanksgiving episode. Um, yes, I am recording this on Thanksgiving. Yes, I am that kind of bitch who uh, sits on a podcast on Thanksgiving. I ain't got shit to do today, so fuck it, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, um, while you guys are... You know, this is going to be a strange time, to be honest. Um, Holidays, for people like me who are going through grief, can be difficult than a motherfucker. It can. Grief is hard during these times. Or sometimes you may not have good relationships with certain family members. Sometimes it's like dreading to see a toxic family member, you know, whatever you're going through. Or maybe you have a bomb-ass family and you're just happy to see them. Whatever the occasion is, I wish you peace. I wish you love and I wish you a full ass stomach. All right. So, um, whatever you choose to do today, choose peace and internal peace. And like I said, for those of you who may have to walk into a toxic scenario during a family situation, um, it's, you're always safe to remove yourself and leave if it ever gets that bad. Just throwing it out there. You know, you don't have to obligate or feel guilted into going to family things. Just throwing it out there. But for those of you um, who are sharing with families, I really hope you have a good time. Or those who actually enjoy their family, have a wonderful time. And it's good to be around, you know, love and being thankful. And here we go. What am I thankful for? I'm thankful for you guys. I know that sounds so fucking corny, but I mean, seriously, without y'all, shit, where would I be? (laughs) But not just that, but I'm also, I'm thankful just to be breathing. Um, I'm thankful, I don't know, I'm thankful that I can feel God's light shine within me and shine within this whole world all the time. I'm thankful for God. I'm thankful for the angels. I'm thankful for my legs that I'm able to walk. Thankful that this lower back, I mean, I had lower back pains the other day. So thankful that my lower back is finally healing. So, you know, little things. And I'm thankful for my smile. Thankful for my mom. Rest in peace. I, I miss her terribly during this time. You know, my grief really activates during the holiday season. Around this time, a few years ago, my mom was in hospice during November through January. She died a few days after my birthday. My birthday's January 1st. She died January 4th. My grandma died 10 days later on the 14th of January. So I've lost both my mom and grandma within 10 days apart a few years ago. So holidays are rough. And you know, fun fact, my grandma is born on my birthday. Me and my grandma were both born on January 1st. What are the odds, right? Interesting. So anyway, um, today we're going to um, talk about... Oh yeah, and again, for those who are grieving, please take the time for yourself, seriously. Like me personally, um, I'm just gonna take it easy today. I'm just going to, you know, eat. I I don't really have family out here in the West, so it's kind of just me, myself and I, and and my husband, obviously, so just me and him. And um, hey, it's a life I chose, it's fine. Um, Maybe I'll go out in nature today. You know, a lot of my family's on the East Coast and Maryland and DC and stuff, so. Not much I can do from over here. You know, I do miss them, but um, it is what it is. I'm not going to get too sad because I'll have a fucking breakdown on this fucking podcast and I'm not trying to have a a crying spell on here. But yeah, um, holidays are really triggering because of my mom and she really loved the holidays, especially Christmas though. (sighs) So yeah, but today we're going to talk about um, how to know if you have a psychic gift or what does it feel like? 
um, and little signs to look out for. Okay, so for anyone who's listening who has been kind of feeling like they want to start a psychic journey, don't know if they have something or whatever, I'm just going to go over the common themes, what I experienced personally. So I'm just going to go off of me and just general things. Okay, so if y'all cool with that, here we motherfucking go. Um, so one of the first indicators that you were psychic is the fucking thought that you think you are psychic, (laughs) which just started out like plain and fucking simple. That is probably one of the biggest signs. If you are fucking sitting here thinking that you are, you most likely are. I think, therefore I am. Have you guys heard of that phrase, right? By one of the philosophers. It's a fucking real thing. But the fact that your mind and, and, and intuitiveness even thinks you are in, implies that you are. So that's step one. Let's just start with the generic. That's step motherfucking one. Okay, step two. Another or, or tip. I don't know. What is this? A step or a tip? I don't know. Um, step two. I'm just going to go with steps. Step two. Another, um, re, another way that you can know you are psychic or that you have gifts in this life is... If it is very easy for you to pick up on a friend or family member and what they're going through. Number three, people tend to come to you for advice a lot. And you're like that go-to person in your friend group for advice. You're always the mature one. Somehow you're wise. You know, you know, you, you have a lot of wisdom and you're like, I don't know where I get this from. Um, and, and, and number four or, or number six, you know what? Fuck the number scale. I can't fucking stay in order. Hell no. My brain doesn't function like that. So I'm just going to say shit. I can't keep it organized because I'm talking on the top of my head. So I'm like, I lost my numbers already because my brain just goes so quickly. <laughs> um, so speaking on the wisdom, I'm going to I'm going to go off of that advice. If you have ever given someone advice or you've ever gotten this really random piece of wisdom And you're like, damn, that was good. I don't even know how I even came up with that. Pause. If that ever happened to you, understand that was a channeled message. When we are in the midst of channeling, it happens so quickly that it's like, oh my God, that was really good. I didn't even know. Damn, that was some good advice. If you have to stop and say your advice was good or if someone else was like, yo, I never even heard you speak like that before. That was some good shit. That is a good sign that it was definitely intuitively channeled or that, again, you psychically really, really tapped into that person's situation and you just, again, spirit gave you the right wisdom pieces of nuggets of information for that person. And so a lot of times, even for me personally, my psychic gift started when I was younger. Um, I would hear an invisible man. I did my clairvoyance wasn't as strong when I was younger. It was more clairaudient. I would hear, I would hear this invisible man telling me like, you need to apologize to your mom or you need to do this. And I'm like, it felt like a overbearing parent trying to tell me to do the right thing. (laughs) I mean, obviously now as an adult, I'm like, no shit, you gotta do the right thing. But, um, yeah, turns out that was Zalo. Now as an adult, now I know it's my spirit guide. So a lot of times, um, our guides really tap into our subconscious and our consciousness when we are in the developing stages. So what may come off as what you think is a profound thought or a quote, being moral, doing the right thing. A lot of that is you, but a lot of it's influenced by our spirit guides and our higher self as well. And so, um, but yeah, if you, if you were younger like me and had a quote, invisible friend, guys, people, women, whoever's listening, if you have a child out there and they have what's called an invisible friend, pay attention and ask them questions about their invisible friend and what they tell them. Um, Sometimes it can be a spirit guide, a spirit, 
or something weirder. That's why it's just important to just ask them, what are, what are these invisible friends telling them? Okay. Cause I had a quote, invisible friend turns out it was Zalo. And, um, <laughs> yeah. So I saw the invisible outline. I couldn't see his face. He never had a face even till this day, guys, till this day. Now my clairvoyance is extremely strong. He never shows himself as a human because he's not a human. So there's no human face. So spirit guides look different for everyone. We have galactic guides like Zalo. He's an interdimensional being. Um, then we have guides who are um, more human looking or have spent a lot of incarnations on earth. Then you've got guides who are animal guides. We have guides that are, um, could be fairies, gnomes, you know? So there's so many different versions of guides. Depending on your life missions in this life or vibration, you will, you know, be simpatico or, you know, be on the same wavelength and they will attract certain guides. And a lot of times our spirit guides plan before we come into this lifetime, we all plan to watch out for another. So the spirit guides, it was already planned before you came here. But anyway, um, so... Invisible friends, if you guys are listening, take that. Um, if you have kids, just keep that in mind. Um, now, by the way, logically speaking, not 100% of the time, invisible friends are literally going to be spirits. Some kids can literally make it up maybe out of psychological reasons. So guys, just use your discernment and your intuition. 50% chance it could be a spirit, 50% chance it could be them just psychologically going through something. You know, you just want to use your discernment. All right. I am not a doctor. I am just some spirit lady on a goddamn podcast. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Focus, B. Focus. All right. Um, so, yeah. So then um, another step you can know you might have have a psychic gift is um, the dream state. We're going to talk about the dream state and falling asleep. When we are about to fall asleep at night, we are in the process of slowly getting out of our bodies. Every night when we dream, we do leave our bodies, right? And so um, we leave our bodies to explore the imaginative realms, the astral realms, higher dimensions. We go visit with our deceased relatives. We talk with other people's higher selves. Yes, guys, we do meet up with other people's higher selves in the dream state. Just throwing it out there. Um, we meet up with um, our spirit council. We learn lessons over there, lessons that we bring back down here. We get um, inspiration, ideas. Um, we can even meet our future selves in the dream state. God, there's so much that goes on when we leave our bodies. Because you know why? We get out of this realm, this heavy-ass third dimension, and we have all access to past, present, and future. Technically, as a psychic, you can tap into past, present, and future. Um, but anyway, so here's what I want to talk about is if you're about to fall asleep, and you start to hear your vo your name being called or you start to see things that is because you are your consciousness is is in the in-between state so when you are more on the intuitive side you will have a lot more experiences right before falling asleep or even during the dream state now that leads me into the dream state thing which is your dreams Pay attention to how vivid they are. Write every single dream down, no matter how crazy it may seem. Sometimes I write dreams down and like years later, it all connects the dots. Cause you know, time doesn't exist in the other realms, but time is here and time is motherfucking slow in the, in this, on this earth. Meaning that what could have took place years ago in my dream state finally happened three years later. I remember I was just looking at my dream journal and something recently happened that I dreamt about three years ago. So 
that's just how it works sometimes. So if you had a dream that later came true, you have a, you know, a prophecy gift and also clairvoyance. Clairvoyance do a lot of um, predictions through dreams as well, because it's all through visions and things. So um, you want to pay attention to your dreams. So if you had a dream that later came true, or you just had this weird feeling that someone died and then they died, obviously that doesn't come out of thin air, guys. You're obviously psychic. I mean, hopefully you didn't need me to tell you, but if you did, you're motherfucking psychic. All right. Um, now, other than a dream state, uh, also when if you struggled with um, being out in public with large crowds, when you have the clairsentient psychic gift, clairsentience is the gift of intuitive feeling. It's picking up on people's emotions, picking up on the environmental energies of spaces. So it, let's say um, there was some big massacre. Like, let's talk about in Pennsylvania, the Gettysburg, you know, the Gettysburg, um, what the fuck, battle. If you walk on those grounds as a clairsentient, you'll be able to feel the death, feel the agony. And so you're picking up on the environmental energy or what's called energy residue. All places have what's called energy residue. Same thing with homes. Walk into someone's home and you're like, ooh, I love this place. It's nice. Or if you walk into someone's home like, ooh, y'all got some shit going on. Even though people are smiling in your face, but you can feel like this could be a facade. That's what I'm saying. It's seeing through the smiles. That's how you know you're clairsentient. Um, yeah, and so if you are sensitive to public places, malls, um, anything that's crowded or you get overwhelmed, that could be an indicator that you are very intuitive because it's so much at one time. I remember when I was younger, I was in New York City and I was waiting for the subway to come and I have a weird sensitivity to, especially at that age, I was like really young, like my teenage years, to a lot of lights and a lot of people. And so, you know, if you're, I don't know, like in New York City, like it would say like 32nd Street and there would be, it would be, uh, it would say 32nd Street on the pole. And I would like put my head on the pole and close my eyes and just wait for the train to come because I was that overwhelmed. I was literally having like a soul. I thought, and here's the thing, guys, I thought I had social anxiety or bad anxiety. I really, I, at that, when I was younger, I didn't think it was psychic because no one around me was intuitive or into this shit. So I had nothing to go off of. I just had normal people, normal logic to go off of. So I'm thinking, I'm just crazy. I have bad social anxiety. And so turns out I was just intuitively tapping into all the environment, everyone around me, and it was excruciating. It was a lot of pain, a lot of pain. You know, everyone carries their own pain with them wherever they go. But guys, now as an adult, I now do what's called energetic boundaries. I now have an on and off button. I can now go to public. I can go to New York City now without having a breakdown. I can go to a club and shake my ass and not feel anything. You know what I mean? So it's like, you can set boundaries or have what's called like an on and off or like, you know how people clock in for work, clock out. My job 24 seven is my business, which is psychic readings. So I have an on and off time. So I clock in and then I clock out, meaning I have an off button. And then I, what I say at the end of the day is I release all energy that is not my own back to source with love or back to God with love. And I, you see how I say with love is because 
I'm not just sending the energy back. I'm sending it. I'm using alchemy. I'm changing that motherfucking energy and morphing it back to love. So it gets sent back to God with love. It gets sent back to that person with love. So, so, and, and so everything is on a love frequency. And then I also just shut down my gifts at the end of the day. I mean, it's not really shutting them down because they're always there. But what I mean is I'm not going to be bombarded with extra ass information while I'm in public. So if you're one of those people who have struggled with quote social anxiety, you may want to consider, um, you know, it could be a little bit of the clairsentient or any kind of psychic gift. Just throwing it out there. Can you still have a, can you have anxiety and be a psychic at the same time? Yes, um, you can have both. It is possible. So not saying it's just one versus the other. It can be both. Now, um, if you've always felt drawn to the angels, outer space. Um, spirituality, all these kind of concepts. That's not random. This has been a calling from your soul from many different past lives. I do find that um, all of these things are kind of um, interconnected. You know what I mean? Um, it's not random that you just randomly are into this psychic things or spirituality in this life. Usually we've had past lives that we've been working on this journey. And so when it really feels like a deep calling, it's something that you can't stop thinking about. So if you're one of those people who are constantly researching into this, constantly reading, watching videos or whatever, it does mean you are on this journey. You are, you're definitely, spirit definitely called you to it. Not saying you have to, not saying they called you to be a literal psychic, but it could mean that you're meant to explore the deeper intuitive parts of yourself. Because just because you are psychic doesn't mean you like literally have to start a business. I mean, if you want, I think that's great. We need more psychics and healers in this world, honestly. I think a lot of us, to be honest, incarnated at this exact point on this planet so that we could be healers and psychics and uplift people and remind them of where they come from. You know, because we all come from the other realms. I mean, we are still human, obviously, but it's important to remind us that this is temporary and to not get so caught up in this matrix. There's so much deeper shit going on and to not use your gut to see through the bullshit, even through the bullshit of society and the governments. You have to wake up and use your gut to see like something don't feel right, you know? And um, the more you tap into that, the more you tap into seeing what's real and what's not in this society and just in general in yourself and others, seeing the truth in yourself and others, that's really going to help your psychic gifts develop. The more we keep doubting ourselves and questioning ourselves every step of the way or doubting our gifts or doubting, do I have it? Do I not? I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you my personal experience was... I lived a life of always intuitively picking up on people I would drive myself insane thinking this is overwhelming. And it wasn't until I did a practice session on somebody when I was in my early 20s. And I, it was a mediumship thing. I didn't know I could talk to dead people at that time. But I guess, you know, you learn something new when you put yourself out there. Guys, that's what it's all about. I lived a life of, of just anxiety so bad when I was in middle school and high school and, you know, going into my early 20s because... I would not share what was going on with me. 
And you know what? I wish I had someone I could say, hey, I saw this image of this. I saw a vision of spirit. I saw an aura. What does this mean? I saw a shadow figure. I had no one to talk to about that. And I, as an adult now, made it my fucking life's mission to help anyone out there with these kind of questions. Because I know what it felt like to feel alone when on this journey and I don't want anyone to feel that way and so that's why I have my sessions the way they are like mentorships where we can talk about your psychic experiences so I can okay sorry about that I didn't my freaking sister FaceTime me and it cut off my whole recording because I'm recording off my phone and um yeah sorry about that (laughs) I'm in the middle of like in my speech and shit so I had to put my phone on do not disturb I fucking forgot to do it so sorry about that so back what I was saying um with the, uh, you know, having my sessions the way they are, like mentorships, um, you know, spirit guide sessions. So we can talk about these experiences. And so, you know, like you're not freaking alone, you know? Um, but like I was saying with them um, practicing with the mediumship when I was in my early 20s, by doing that, I finally received the validation that, okay, number one, I'm not crazy. Number two, I fucking knew I had a gift because I was always seeing shit and feeling shit. And I was really good at with telepathy. And I think telepathy is a blessing and a curse sometimes because it's like when you can pick up on someone's like literal thoughts, it can get overwhelming. And that's why I'm saying as an adult, I I decided to do on and off switches, you know? And so I was, uh, you know, it was really hard for me, but I will say it got a lot easier for me when I started to put my gifts to the test. After I did that mediumship session with that guy, there was a guy it was when I was, I was practicing with this guy, and it was so long, long ago, and I, he was a random stranger. Um, and I was able to, I remember seeing a vision of a barn and a car. And turns out his brother worked on cars as a living and he had a farm. So look, worked out, right? And so at that moment, when I had that validated, it's like everything changed for me. It's one thing to live in your head and to kind of speculate, but it's another thing when you put your speculations to the God dang test. I've noticed that it was through my actions is what freed me. Well, I am one of those people who just take action. I just don't, uh, you know, but at that young age, I was too fearful. But now, you know, over the last like seven, eight years, I've been really taking a lot of steps. I did a lot of self-studying. Um, I did take one psychic development class in person in Maryland. I can't remember for the life of me the lady's name, but she was the first lady who's like, you have gifts and I see outer space. And I was like, oh shit, this bitch knew about my alien UFO experiences. That's how I knew she was real. Cause it's such a specific experience. The fact that she picked up on it without me saying it, I knew she was the real deal, you know? And so, um, and that UFO shit, that's a whole nother episode. You guys know I've always had experiences, but I've, she, she saw me as a child. She, when she was doing the reading, she knew it. And that's when I was like, wow, finally, someone else knows, you know? But anyway, um, and in that reading I did with her when I was in my 20s, she said, I'm acting like I'm like 40. You know, I'm 30, but you know, I'm about to be 31 in freaking two months. Can you believe that? On January 1st, I'll be 31. I still feel like I'm forever 21 though. (laughs) But in all seriousness, um, when I, when, I, when I did the read with her and she told me I would be a psychic and a medium and I'd be doing the exact same thing she's doing, I said, yeah, right, lady. This looks too hard. I remember thinking that. So for anyone out there, you know, because you, you, it's like I was in awe of her gifts. I was like, there's no way I'm as gifted as she is. There's no way I could be doing readings like that. But now here I am. See, she was still right all along all these years later. I have to tell her. I have to find her. I don't know where she is, but hey, thanks, bitch. You really helped a bitch out, you know? 
Um, but I will say it built my confidence the more I started to practice, guys, the more I started to put myself out there. Um, also, um, being intuitive and psychic can be overwhelming. You can run into random spirits. Sp Damn, this music's louder than a motherfucker. Um, sorry. <laughs> you could run into different spirits. Um, you know, everyone's experience is different. So you just want to make sure you keep your vibration high, protect yourself. Um, because when you're open, you're pretty open. And no, I don't mean that you're going to attract satanic evil spirits. That's such a misconception, guys. We have been brainwashed from Hollywood to view connecting to spirit like it's always going to be demonic like how it's how it's shown in the movies it's literally not like that it's just a way to scare us like a scare tactic so we avoid connecting with our truest source we are all spirits in a human body everyone is it's the most simplest thing to do so um but yeah i just want to let you know no you won't attract evil spirits if you open yourself up to spirit um unless you're into satanism and you practice dark shit every day of your life for many years then yes you will Okay, just plain and simple. But if you are a normal person, it's not gonna happen. So don't worry about it. And plus, the more fear you have, the worse it gets for you. Fear disconnects you from source. It disconnects you from really connecting to a higher level of consciousness. So you wanna keep your fears to a minimum. Uh, but anyway, another, um, on your psychic journey, whatever you choose to do with your psychic gifts, you know, like I said, um, some people choose to do it professionally. Some people just want their gifts for their own personal lives. And that's fine because honestly, using your psychic gifts to make better choices and seeing through the bullshit, that's what it's all about, you know? And, but to help someone on a deep soul level, that's also really beautiful, you know? I think this has been the most, I've been doing this professionally over the last couple of years since 20, literally after my mom died. My mom died 2017, January. I started that summer, but I really opened my business up January 2018 though. So I've really been doing this for the last like three, four years. And um, it's been the best quote job, if that's even the word I've ever had in my life. And I haven't, this has been sustaining me where I've never had to take a job. So I have been literally self-employed doing this since then guys, never took a job. So let that, let that be a reminder that when you are living your life purpose and you'll always be taken care of. I say this all the time to people because it's true. My spirit guide always told me that and I tell everyone that when I feel they're living in their life purpose. You will always be taken care of financially, mentally, emotionally. You will. Obviously, we still got to take care of ourselves emotionally too, you know, but spirit will always look out for you when you're aligned with what you're doing. So, um, but yeah, I just wanted to also share that on, you know, to become a psychic is to let go, let go of the fear of being wrong, let go of, oh my God, what if I tell someone this and then they go do it and something bad happens, you know? Well, that's life, <laughs> you know, meaning I, I don't mean to sound fucking cold, but you know, my Capricorn ass, I keep it real. Um, as a psychic, you are not responsible with what someone chooses to do after the reading because it's free will. We all have free will. Isn't that the beautiful thing? No matter what psychic you've ever been to in your life, not talking about me, I'm talking about any psychic you've ever been to, any or me, anyone who tells you anything, whether it happens or doesn't, it all depends on your free will. Your free will will manifest something aligned with what your psychic said or something completely different. If you decided to do some 
completely different life choice. So, or, or if you go through a devastating life experience, like a breakup or a death, that can alter your course majorly. So of course, if someone predicted something and something drastic happened, it most, it might not even come true because of your free will, the free will of the random variable of life, right? And so as a, if you are listening out there and you're studying to be a psychic or you're interested in this journey, please don't stop your journey because you fear of making a mistake or fear of being wrong. A lot of this journey is overcoming the fear of being wrong, letting go of control of what, you know, how people perceive you, um, allow yourself to make a mistake. And that's what this, I really feel that's the biggest challenge. A lot of us intuitives may encounter is fear of getting it wrong or, you know, fear someone may not like it or whatever, but you have to keep going. The moment you stop because of fear, and this is in general for anything, not just psychic work, but anything, the moment you stop out of fear, it just takes you back, takes you back a few steps. You want to continue despite the fears, despite the worries that you may not be quote accurate. You, and I'm telling you, my best success that I've ever gotten in my life was putting myself out there, was taking actions despite my fears. The more you take actions, the more validation you'll get from outside of your mind. We as humans, we live inside of our minds 24-7. Of course, we're going to be second-guessing everything. So I always advise everyone, practice, practice, practice with other people outside of yourself because that is where you're really going to see the proof. Yes, you can get validations within with your psychic hits, but practicing with other people with your psychic gifts will really build your confidence. So just wanted to you know, um, share that if you are um, on this journey and kind of figuring out what to do next, practice. Don't worry about your, I think sometimes we get caught up in the logical methods like, okay, I need to, how do I connect? Step one, step two, step three. Yes, there are certain steps you can take, absolutely. But most of this is letting go and just to be a channel is to just let the information free flow. That's all it is. It's literally outside of your control. And that's why it's hard for us humans to do this kind of line of work, you know, especially my Capricorn ass. Guys, if my Capricorn ass can do it, Capricorns are known. By the way, I have a Capricorn, um, what they call a stellium, which is like more than three or four plants. I got like five or some of them in Capricorn. So if my Capricorn ass can do it, a Capricorn that loves to be in control, loves to know what's going on, doesn't, loves logic. If I can separate my logical and controlling self to open myself up to channel, anyone can fucking do it. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Because I had to overcome my own Capricorn ass. And I know if I can, you can. So just know that it is possible. Anything's possible. And again, just because you have psychic gifts doesn't mean you have to do it in a professional way like I do. You can do it like just for fun and just to do it just to, um, again, improve your life. Psychic skills help improve your everyday life. So um, yeah, it's just... Uh, when you're on this journey, it's beautiful because you encounter, the more you evolve, the more beings you encounter, you may start to encounter angels or archangels, people you never saw, Jesus himself, you know, I've had a couple of encounters with Jesus. And so Jesus, man, I love Jesus. Powerful, powerful energy. Um, I mean, no shit, right? <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'm trying to think if I'm missing something, what else, what else about psychic, how to know you're psychic. Um, Yeah, I think I'm pretty good. I think this is pretty good for today. Yeah, I think I'm going to stop here. So, um, but yeah, guys, um, just continue your journey. Um, and like I said, I'm very self-taught. So I read a lot of books 
when I was younger in my 20s about psychic stuff. And guys, it's not a quick thing. I was reading books for many years before I even put myself out there. By the way, when I was just reading psychic stuff, I had no intention on doing this as a job. When I was when I was like in my early 20s and mid 20s, I was just doing it just to do it because I genuinely was found it fascinating. So if you're one of those people who think, oh, it's just fascinating. So you think you think it's just an interest. But for me, I, I didn't I didn't say I, I didn't have no intentions of doing it professionally. So imagine that. I had no idea of my future. So just because you're psychic doesn't mean you know your own future because I definitely don't. (laughs) And that's why I keep saying it's easier to channel other people. I feel like as a psychic, it might be a little bit harder to channel yourself. It's easier to channel others for some reason, but that's my personal experience. So I can't speak for y'all, but just for me. So it's hard for me to read my own fucking future. So um, I didn't, you know, I didn't see this coming. I did not, you know, although the lady told me she saw me doing that, I didn't believe her. Then I was still interested in psychic phenomena. I've had, I saw a lot of um, spirits, ghosts, auras in my, throughout my life, but I just kind of just threw it to the side. Um, had a lot of dead people, random dead people come up to me and didn't know their names. It was very weird as, as growing up with that, but I just tossed it to the side. So like I said, about to end this episode with this once i got into my mid-20s and i started to just be fascinated by it never had any intentions on doing it professionally and that's when it really just hit me like nothing else was working out in my professional or career life nothing was and sometimes that's a sign within itself guys where you're trying so hard to make a, a certain career or profession work and it's just so much resistance i just fucking let it go and said you know what Fuck it. So I was alone for a while on unemployment. And then that's when I was like, you know what? Something told me to just get on Instagram. I signed up on Instagram in the early stages and I started to, um, I started to do free readings. I told myself, Hey, if I do free readings, they can't be mad at me. Right. Cause it's free if it's wrong. Cause you know, I had a fear of being wrong at that age. So I said, fuck it. But turns out they were really on point. So then I started to charge a little. Then that's when I said, oh my God, I think I can make this a business. And then ever since then, everything just been flowing since. And I've been getting downloads. And now I feel like I'm more confident, more comfortable in how I receive messages. I know myself. I know what a message feels like. So I don't have to second guess it. And you guys, a lot of you guys are at that point or will get to that point where you will instantly recognize when a message is coming through. The more you stop to analyze or second guess the message, the harder it gets. So just flow with it and just see where it takes you. But again, my biggest advice is to get out of your head and practice with someone outside of yourself. All right. Um, until the next episode, guys, I'm out of here. Happy Thanksgiving. Peace.